The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. We are very glad that you're with us today. And, and on the line, we have somebody that's with us remotely. Andy, are you there? I am, Sam. Oh, good. good. I wonder. Well, good. Good to hear your voice and good to get the right phone number. I gave you the wrong phone number earlier, <laughs> which we won't really talk about. <laughs> Went to a much different place than what you had expected. So uh, right. we'll just kind of leave it at that. But I want to go to you pretty quickly because it was your idea for the topic tonight. Or today, we have uh, in studios Jim. Hey, Jim. Hello. And me, and then Andy's on the line. Robbie is at a NRB convention, should be wrapping up, or just wrapped up, and so he should be back with us next week. But Andy, why don't you talk a little bit about the topic and, and how you came to, to choose that for this week? Sure. Thanks, Sam. Um, last week, I had a training class in New York City, and uh, I flew up on Monday, which was President's Day a day early, and I was actually off that day, but was getting ready for my Tuesday class to start, so I was like, let's kill some time, so I went out to Central Park and then the American Natural History Museum, and uh, didn't even see the place, couldn't even get the kiosk to work, so I didn't even get tickets, but while I was in there, in the lobby, I noticed some profound statements on the wall, uh, like you see in a lot of the monuments, and they were from Teddy Roosevelt, which I think inspired that Natural History Museum. And I was like, wow, those really link to the masculine journey message that we've been talking about. So I just wanted to share one of them. The one that There's two that really grabbed me, both one on youth and one on manhood. But on the youth, uh, this is from Teddy Roosevelt. He said, I want to see you gay, boys. I want to see you brave and manly and also want to see you gentle and tender. Be practical as well as generous in your ideals, keep your eyes on the stars and keep your feet on the ground. Courage, hard work, self-mastery, and intelligent effort are all essential to a successful life. Character in the long run is a decisive factor in the life of an individual and a nation alike. Uh, you know, that's, if you get a chance to look that up, but it was really profound to me. And if you look, if you know the masculine journey message, one of the, one of the, concepts or ideas that's being fathered by God in their stages, and I can see at least four of those stages in that statement is um, your your boyhood stage where you're gaming or playing, the cowboy stage where you're kind of learning to uh, just learning your way around and having a few challenges, and, and then the warrior stage, which is obviously whenever you learn your courage grows and you learn how to uh, to fight battles, and then the lover stage, where you're, um, you know, where you're really learning to love both the beauty and and yourself. So and God, of, of course. So um, that's just what I kind of got out of it, and it was it, it even made me um, think about well, what really did Teddy say in the night of the museum, which is which kind of set in that setting, and I think we have a couple clips from that, but. It all kind of came together with President's Day and that kind of thing. So that that's uh, that's where it came, it, my, the inspiration came from. Well, thanks, Andy. And that propelled me to kind of look up some 
some quotes from different presidents and we're going to we're going to talk about that today and obviously we always want to ground this in scripture and, and a lot of our presidents in, in history were really very faithful men to scripture you know i know that there's a lot of conversation around presidents these days and and I like to say that the controversy started within the last few presidencies but honestly it's been going back well into 30 years hasn't it jim that oh it's it's really been since the beginning Absolutely. I mean, while most folks loved George Washington, he had his detractors. And there was, I mean, you had gunfire and duels and things in the early presidency. So there was a lot of conflict, and there always is when there's a struggle for power. And thank goodness there wasn't social media. Amen. <laughs> Back then. But really, I, I, when I was picking some quotes, which we'll go to here in a little bit, I didn't choose anything in the last 30 years intentionally because really when you start to think back around George senior, you know, around that time from then on, you start to feels a lot more recent. And even though there were some great quotes from all those presidents along the way, there's also a lot of passion. And the more removed we get, the more we can kind of look back and say, even though that person may not have had the best things that they did all the time, that which is all of us, they really had some good advice along the way. And so we're going to get to a clip right away out of the movie Night at the Museum because you cannot have, and Andy, these are great clips that you picked. You, you can't have anything about Teddy Roosevelt without thinking of Robin Williams. That's right. Because he played that really well. And in this first clip, you have Larry, who is played by Ben Stiller, who is the watchman. And he's kind of locked behind the bars, and he calls for Robin Williams' character, who is Teddy. And if you haven't seen the movie, it's a, a museum. These people are made out of wax but come to life after dark. And so I want to hear this exchange between Robin Williams, who is Teddy Roosevelt's character, and Larry, who's Ben Stiller, who's the night watchman. Need you, pal! Someone call my name. Whoa. Theodore Roosevelt, at your service. Teddy, can you get us out of here? Can't do it, man. This is your moment. Will you save the lectures, please? I'm not you, okay? I didn't build the Panama Canal. I wasn't president of the United States. I need some help. Come on. Actually, uh, I never did any of those things. Teddy Roosevelt did. I was made in a mannequin factory in Poughkeepsie. I never shot a wild beast. I'm not even brave enough to tell that beautiful woman I love her. But you, you got to finish the job this time. You can't quit. I made of wax, Larry. What are you made of? Whoa, 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 wait a minute! That's all you got for me? That's it? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I know that you and I had talked a little bit about this before the show. It, why did that clip really speak to you? And, and what was the, the part of that advice you went, oh, wow, that is really good? Yeah, it's probably the obvious part. It's, it's, it's there the end. It's... It, it gets into, does a man have what it takes? And Larry didn't believe he did. And uh, a man of wax had to tell him that he actually did have what it takes and encourage him. And if you know, don't want to be a, have a spoiler alert here, but he does go on to uh, prove out that he does, does have what it takes. If you haven't seen Night at the Museum, there's been three of them. <laughs> so right. it's, it's been a few years. You've had the chance to catch it, I'm sure, on TBS or one of those about 100,000 times at this point. Yeah. But it is, it's one of those movies that, Jim, you talked about. It's really kind of silly. 
But it has some profound statements in it. It is, and, and a big part of that is Robin Williams' performance, but it's really doing an excellent job of showing the character of Teddy Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what led us into our President's Day a little late it did. program here. It did. And I love when he said, what are you made of? Aren't there times, you know, Jim, you're a little older than me, just a few years, but, and I'm not going to give you a hard time like I give Robbie or, or Vinny when he's here, but you are just a few years older than me, but aren't there lots of times in life we have to ask ourselves that question that, that we find ourselves in a position where you have to say, God, what am I really made of here? What, what do I have what it takes to, to get through this? That is a pivotal question in each of our lives, and it comes in lots of different ways, and you know this this depiction of Larry. Larry is that right? Yeah. But he has to do what is on his plate and accomplish it. And none of us have the same challenges. We can have similar ones, but every one of us struggles with the "Do I have what it takes?" question. And we take it to the beauty, and we're in trouble. We take it to friends, we're in trouble. The only place we get an answer to that is taking it to God. Absolutely. And it doesn't quit coming. You know, I, I used to think, and, and you guys can laugh, um, and Andy, I know you're kind of probably facing this now, that you, you're thinking when the kids are little, well, you know, once they get out of the house, things are going to get easier. But you start to learn, I don't know that I have what it takes to have a daughter that's 30 and to give her advice <laughs> because she's at a different stage. Or, or for me now, a daughter that's going to have a baby. You know, and, and I don't know what it means to be a grandpa. You know, and that's right. coming soon. And you're getting to the sage stage where you don't get to have the kingdom anymore, but you're the one that those that are in that stage come to. Well, hopefully I'll get some answers before <laughs> I get there. <laughs> uh, before we head into the break, we also have a lot of different quotes here. And Jim, I'd like for you to pick a quote from a president, kind of read it, and then we'll start to talk about it as we head into break. Well, the first one that hit me, just based on what you're saying, that it's the journey, is Eisenhower's accomplishment will prove to be a journey, not a destination. And in so much of our lives, we're saying, well, if I just achieve this goal, I'm there. Mm -hmm. But that's never our ultimate place to get to is the goal. It's the journey in getting there and then going beyond whatever that goal was. And that echoes our faith walk. Absolutely. It is a journey that God's after. It's the relational aspect. We were born into relationship. We were born of relationship. And so it's that journey that God really strives for. I, I know that there's a lot of times people ask, you know, God, what, what's your plan for me? And I know that God in Scripture did have plans for people. But in every one of those times, it was about walking with him on that journey, wasn't it, Jim? It was, it's always an invitation to join him mm-hmm. and the journey that he wants to take with you. And we always have the ability to say, no, I'm not going there. But if we are willing to take that walk, it's a great adventure. It's terrifying at times. But he will always bring you through whatever your journey is going to become with the peace and the joy of knowing you've been on that journey with your father. And it keeps us from being swallowed by a fish. That too. <laughs> or even if you are, he'll get you out of that mess. Now, Andy, along the way, have you kind of learned that as well, that it is the journey that God's really after that, you know, you've taken a job change here recently. You've made a move up to the mountains. Right. But 
is it the destination or is it the journey that God's really after in your relationship? Yeah, it really is a journey, and, and I, I think we all start off. We're, we're accumulating things, and uh, going back to the Stuff Mart uh, uh, show from last week, but it's, a, it, you know, it's what you're achieving, where you, the promotion that you get, but um, it really is a journey, and, and those examples of me moving uh, to be close to my daughter, live in the mountains, which I've always wanted to, and changing jobs, which is really challenging me to in a lot of different areas that I had gone in, in, in my career. Both of those were really about the journey, and I am having... Hey, Andy, we'll come back. We'll, we'll pick that up when we come back. We're going to go into break. We have a, a boot camp coming up. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Are you wondering what God has for you in 2017? Well, one thing's for sure. I know he wants you to have your heart back. There is an opportunity for men that's coming up this April, 6th through the 9th. Listen to what it did for Andy. Masculine Journey Boot Camp experience showed me I could truly hear from God and that I could experience Him on a daily basis. Only $169 or make five payments of $33. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and register today. Welcome back to Masculine Journey. As we left, we were talking to Andy about some of this transition that he's been doing in the journey with God. And, but before we get to that, Andy, I want to come back to you here in just a second. Um, we had seven pages, I think it is, of quotes, Jim, and we wondered, did we have enough to talk about? And we're halfway through the show, and we've talked about two different presidential quotes. Yeah. Well, there's one that the, that the journey sort of lends itself to, especially if you change a slight word. But uh, George Washington said, the harder the conflict, the greater the triumph. And so much of my journey has been seeking the easy way to go. But the real test of do I have what it takes has come in the hardest places. Mm -hmm. And God has come through in those times. It's interesting to see if we just take a word in part of a, a great quote like that and you change it slightly, it brings on such a deeper meaning. Not that they weren't deep at the time, but Howard, you had a quote that you wanted to talk about, and we don't get off and talk to Howard. Howard, welcome to the show, even though you're part of it every week. Thank you, sir. And what was the quote that stood out to you that you felt like you should really just change a word and really challenge us as, as Christians? Well, I've always remembered something that President John F. Kennedy said. Uh, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. But I kind of tweaked it a little bit changing the end to what can you do for your fellow man absolutely and i just thought that was special because we so often are so concerned about what everybody can do for us and i think if we sometimes take a little bit of time to think about what can i do for somebody else they may be in a um, environment that that we don't necessarily support, but yet um, Jesus hung around people that weren't uh, the best of the best. Yeah, let's face facts. Yeah, well, yeah, there were a lot of knuckleheads just like we are. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he trusted a big part of that to to, to go on for the, for all of Christianity to continue with those people. Andy, I want to, to get back to, thank you, Howard. I want to get back to our, our friend, Teddy. Howard had just said, you know, what you can do for someone else. And, and that's an important thing to focus on others is 
as Jesus calls us to love others. But I want to get back to where Teddy is really helping Larry. And in this next clip, it's a time where he helps him see that next step, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, he, it's just... Uh, it's it's just that time of place where he's got to take the next stand up and and take the next step, and 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 you know, live the journey instead of just standing, standing idly by. Yeah, he's at a new place, and what's happening is Larry's son Nick is now getting ready to go out on his own. He's been raising him as a part time single dad, and he really doesn't know what life has to expect has to offer him. But Teddy leaves him with some advice and a little bit of a scare. Let's listen to it. <laughs> Who'd have ever thought? I'm wax, she's polyurethane. Somehow it worked. <laughs> I guess this is it. Indeed. And I know young Nick will do great things. Yeah, he's uh, ready to take on the world all by himself. And you've done your job. You've done your job. It's time for your next adventure. I have no idea what I'm going to do tomorrow. How exciting. Bye, Teddy. Farewell, Lawrence. Bully! Go! <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> Smile, my boy. Sunrise. And as you uh, listen to that, Robin Williams turns back to wax for the last time. And, and hate to be a spoiler, but there's so much good in, in the movie. And, and he helps Larry along a pivotal time. And, and Jim, one of the interesting thing he says is, is he says, I don't know what's next. And he said, well, you know, basically good for you. Yeah, it's uh, how exciting for yeah. you kind of thing. And, and it is if you are taking that journey with God. Mm-hmm. You know, what's next, God? And it will be an exciting adventure. But if we are protecting ourselves, we miss out on life. We do. I want to go to a, a quote that I had here from a president that's not really, well, let's just, I'll read the quote and then we'll talk about it. This is the quote. It says, a man is not finished when he's defeated. He's finished when he quits. Before I tell you who said that, that's that's a great sound piece of advice, isn't it, Jim? Absolutely. You know, to keep pushing through, not that first time that we we get set back, but to keep keep trying to get through yeah. to... You don't lose until you quit is a concept we all need to recognize. Mm-hmm. I think, was it James that wrote about perseverance? Yes. Yeah, and so that that's important. <laughs> well, and he wasn't the only one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, Paul did, too. But how it builds character. Yes. Right? And, and the person that, that wrote this, it was such sound advice, was Richard Nixon, <laughs> who actually did both. <laughs> he sort of had quitting forced upon it. But <laughs> yeah, he, well, at the end of the day, he did quit. But yeah, it, it doesn't keep, even though, you know, Nixon probably had some great things in his administration and some things that weren't so positive, and we could say that about every president. And, and that's what we talked about earlier, is looking for the good that they have to offer and the, the wisdom that can come that often will lead us, lead us back to God if we let it. One of, one of the great things Nixon did was sign my Eagle Scout certificate. Yeah. I'm sure it was stamped. But <laughs> but in your mind, it was signed. Yeah. Right. And 
that uh, one of the quotes I was looking at is much the same thing. John Quincy Adams, who's probably one of the greatest presidents we've ever had that nobody knows about. But he said, try and fail, but don't fail to try. Yeah, it's a good one. And that's the going out into the adventure the next day and don't be afraid of the outcome. As long as you're moving forward, you're going to be all right. And there are quotes, you're right, absolutely right, Jim. There's quotes in here where they really do reflect the word of God or they bring us back to God. There's one from uh, George Washington, we'll look up here in a minute, and then there's one from Ronald Reagan here that says, live simply, love generously, care deeply, speak kindly, and leave the rest to God. Amen. Yeah, and, and wouldn't that just be something if we could go do that? If we could live simply, we could love generously, care deeply, speak kindly, and then know that God has everything else. Andy, I don't think you have any of these with you because I know you're in your car as you're talking to us, and we appreciate you pulling off to the side of the road. Yeah, no there, problem. There was a quote in here from George Washington. Jim, if you see it, I think it's, uh, here it is. It is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey his will, be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favors. That's our founding father, the original one, and he's saying right here, Hey, don't forget it's God. That's right. And and humbly in there is critical. And it's, I mean, every person we're quoting here is a president. That's a hard place to be humble. But, uh, and I might have to struggle to find this one, but I think it was Lincoln that said, uh, nearly all men can stand adversity, but if you want to test a man's character, give him power. Mm-hmm. And if we have power... And there's the old quote, I don't know who said it, don't think it's a president because it's been around longer, but power corrupts and mm-hmm. absolute power corrupts absolutely mm-hmm. means that, I mean, this is true. What we do with it when we have power over someone shows our character. I would love to almost step back to a simpler time when there wasn't so much media attention. You know, regardless how you feel about media, and obviously we're in media and we're talking about it, but I mean, the over-the-top media attention that, that's in the world today, you know, where people can't really do anything, it, regardless of who you are, an athlete, a celebrity, those days of old, you know, where they talk about, look at all the bad things that athletes are doing today. Well, go look, read about Babe Ruth. <laughs> you know, Ty Cobb was not the nicest right. guy out on the earth, you know, and but there just wasn't that media out there, and so we can remember those things of yesteryear more kindly. I'm sure that George Washington had his things that wasn't the most popular, as we talked about earlier in the show, but he was a founding father that said, hey, don't forget, God is in this. And I think uh, we're diving into these quotes big time, but another one that applies well here is Eisenhower. I like Ike, which nobody remembers that, but (laughs) I barely do. But he says, never question another man's motive. His wisdom, yes, but not his motives. And that's what we've gotten to that is causing a lot of the hatred is this person is out to get us, Mm -hmm. whichever side you're on. I mean, some folks were saying it two years ago. Other folks are saying it now. But that's not the case. We shouldn't question their motives. We should, and like I said, questioning the wisdom is okay. Mm -hmm. But until you see a person's true character it really uh, it's not our place to judge them ultimately it's not our place at all it's not 
the next quote is going to come from a president that's from the Carolinas. Now, it depends on who you're asking <laughs> of whether it's North Carolina or South Carolina, because, Jim, as you were looking up, they both claim him. Yeah, we both claim him. He was born in Waxhaw, which is... On the line. you got people on the line, so... Yeah, it's Andrew Jackson, and he, he said, any man worth his salt will stick up for what he believes is right, but it takes a slightly better man to acknowledge instantly and without reservation that he is an heir. And I think that is a measurement of a great man, is not just to stand up for his beliefs. That is a great man that takes that, especially these days. But to acknowledge when he's an error, not when he's caught, but instantly when he recognizes it. And, and to fully say, hey, that was me. I made a bad decision there. I mean, there's something in that humbleness that you talked about earlier that you would love to see from the people that we look to, our leaders. You know, the leaders, whether it's at our work, whether it's at our, our homes, whatever that looks like, that they would have that humbleness there. I'm going to do a plug here, if I'm allowed, but we're at the bridge. We are currently doing a staff study of John Maxwell's book, The 21 Indispensable Qualities of a Leader. <laughs> and I wasn't excited about it. I don't expect to be much of a leader much longer in my life, but it has been an exciting book because it's pointing to the things that are important integrity making sure other people that are under your under your control or in your sphere are successful mm -hmm. and it is about what god tells us we go for serving others before Absolutely. serving ourselves and that leads us into one last quote before we wrap up from john quincy adams if your actions inspire others to dream more to learn more to do more and become more, you are a leader. And we've been talking about presidents today, but we want to look to that ultimate leader, that leader of Jesus Christ, that Holy Spirit that lives in our heart, to our Heavenly Father. And we can learn more about him. If you come to a boot camp, that's a shameless plug, but it's coming up <laughs> April uh, 6th through 9th, MasculineJourneyRadio.org. The Masculine Journey Radio Show comes to you weekly on The Truth because of your faithful prayer and gifts. Their address is Masculine Journey Radio, P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285, or online at truthnetwork.com. Be sure to let them know that you listen to the program on The Truth Network.